now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. This does exist at places. Like Branson, Missouri has one that connects Silver Dollar City to their entertainment district. So yeah, they're all over the it, place it, in Europe. Yeah, I mean, this stuff happens. It, it's doable. Um, it's whether Disney would do it and why would they do it. So I think it'd have to be cheaper than monorail to build, and which bus. it probably is. And bus. And savings over running buses, yep. which it probably is. Mm-hmm. So I would be afeard of the, uh, what Paulie just described, though, the electricity outlet. You got all these people up in a gondola mm. and then it stops. Well, not only that, you got all these people up in a gondola in the summer in Florida. What happens? Thunderstorms. Yeah, yeah, well, they yeah, that's the thing. They wouldn't be able to run it at certain times of day. Right, because thunderstorms. Come on. Well, and then if they lose power, how hot is that thing going to heat up? Yeah, oh, it's going to they're going to happen. They're not going to last for very long. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. smell like that old man sauna. <laughs> Nobody I, I just really, I'm, I'm, I don't believe it. You don't, don't believe it? Believe well, you know what I do believe? I do believe we have guests. Hi. Welcome to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. True or not true? I'm Polly. Here with us, as always, is the talent, Amy. Hi, Amy. Say hello. Hello. And with us also, as always, is the, the man behind the scenes, the Oz the Great and Powerful, Dean. Hi, Dean. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. That's right. <laughs> well, Paul, I, I do have to do a couple of uh, shout-outs, I suppose. I hate that phrase, but uh, before well, we get going... don't shout, because I have earphones in, I, so... I am not a shouter, though. Right. Uh, one is to uh, Kylo Ren for continuing to pump out our podcast beginning and end with his messages but he does mention he does. becca in there he does and i want to i want to say happy birthday to becca because this oh. weekend is her birthday oh hey, happy birthday happy to birthday. your far 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 better half she is uh, superior in nearly every way other than height uh the other one i want to mention of course is uh thank you to everyone who is already registered for the tiki trot yes and those that continue to register as i mentioned last week uh we are now confirmed we have selected the metal uh you should be seeing that if it's not out already it will be soon and it is um, metal right it is real metal it the is metal, this metal. Is not a this is not a circa 2007 disney 5k this is an actual metal <laughs> it's, not, it's not a castaway key 5k <laughs> rubber <laughs> i have that rubber metal <laughs> which is just weird to say it's, <laughs> yeah yeah where, where go where you're around your neck no uh never mind next moving on <laughs> And uh, this is also a legitimate t-shirt, and for all the ladies out there, we do have a female cut shirt as well. Awesome. So most races, particularly Disney races, do not offer the female cut on the standard race t-shirt. So we're, we're proud and happy to be offering that to everybody. So again, tiki-trot.com. Follow at tiki-trot on Twitter. Uh, get yourself registered by April 23rd. Run, walk, waddle, jog, bike, swim. Doesn't matter to me. I like the Move walk. yourself three miles. <laughs> I'm stealing that from the 08, uh, di- I did the Disney half back in 2008, and my yeah. Do- Donald Duck's the character sponsor for that one. Yeah. 
And I, it said something like "Run, walk, waddle" on the back of the shirt. I'm so <laughs> I'm stealing it from Disney. But, Shaking um, tail it's, feather. It's how I get through most races. Mm. So anyway, I want to mention that as well. I told you I, I will continue to bring that up on the coming shows. And uh, again, thank you to everyone who has registered or is considering doing so. Yes. Yeah, that's good. I have to, uh, my, myself, I have to register. So I'm in the uh, the third group you didn't mention of the people that are going to register but haven't yet. So, uh, yeah, I'll put myself in there. Someplace else we need to put ourselves into. We need to settle something, Mr. Dean. We split up our Magic Kingdom best of into two shows. We didn't come up with a single most representative attraction for the four age groups from the Magic Kingdom. I think we got to yeah, do that. Very good point. We, uh, whether Amy believes it or not, we came up with 54 legitimate attractions. <laughs> well, and we got that. You know what? I've been. The flags, the flags have been ready for each and every episode. I just don't trust you, Dean. I don't trust you. <laughs> wow. Well, I am, a, I am a Disney Parks fan through and through, and so if I can legitimize the attraction, I will make an effort to You're do so. You're so sneaky. But I think you will agree that each of the five attractions that we've identified right now for the five different categories are all very legitimate Disney fan favorites. And so did I say four? I meant five. So what I'm going to need now is your guys help. As Paulie said, we left it out as sort of a Magic Kingdom part one and Magic Kingdom part two. We're going to have to break this sort of tie that we have at each age group. So yeah, we are. Let's go in the order we've been going. For the under heights, eight and under, under eight, however you want to call it. Yep. Dumbo or the Tomorrowland Speedway? Oh, oh. Amy, I think Dean should go first. <laughs> I, I do too. Uh, I, I'm okay with that because I, I um, unlike what's going to come up in the next few categories, I actually feel pretty good about this one that I think Dumbo is the attraction for this age group. And again, we we're talking the seven and under sort of sort of time frame. Yep. And for that age group, particularly the zero to threes, that play area is the tiebreaker for me. Yeah. I mean, both of these are pretty iconic, but I think that Dumbo, as Paulie said, you know, often on the, the park map cover or the, the guides covers when you buy the, the third party guides. I mean, Dumbo is a Disney icon, Dumbo attraction. Everybody loves a spinner ride, and the play area for me for this age group is the, the deciding folk. So I'm going Dumbo. Amy, what do you think? I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in the plans. He's an elephant, Amy. And I am going to say Tomorrowland in the Speedway. Oh, man. Because of the control factor, a kid is in charge. Kids are never in charge in real life. Anytime they can be in charge of driving around somebody who's older than them, they're going to they're gonna take it. They're going to well, take it and the, run. They do get their elephant up and down. I'm talking about driving a car on the open road controlled by a metal rod on the track. But <laughs> it is a car, and they get to turn the steering wheel that controls absolutely nothing. And they get to feel like they're a big kid, a big adult, driving the car around while somebody else pushes down the gas pedal. I'm going to say the Tomorrowland Indy Speedway for this age group. And now I'm going to have to choose. Um, you both have very valid points. And Dean, you are correct. Amy was uh, recounting very gleefully her story of when just last week she and her mom were on Dumbo and she would raise the joystick all the way up to the top and her mom would say, no, don't go that high. 
And uh, yeah, so there's there's that element of control there. If it were before the refurb, it would be an easy choice for me to pick the Speedway. Because the Speedway is like a five-minute long attraction, and Dumbo, I think, is like 45 seconds. Um, adding in that play area, however, kind of changes the game for me. So... Um, between these two, for the most representative Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom attraction, I'm going to have to go with Dumbo. There are no losers in this category. Not at all, because both, as soon as you get off fantastic. Dumbo, you're going over to the Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Dumbo takes it, so Dumbo is our go-to attraction. Do not miss for the under eight. So in the preteen category now, we left ourselves with a pretty hard choice here. Splash Mountain or Space Mountain? This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, how? And again, I think there are no losers here, yeah. so I, I don't feel as strongly in either direction on uh, this one. Yeah, uh, I, you, any, you get, I can start talking it through, though, and I think Space Mountain is sort of a, a park icon. It's been around longer. That roller coaster in the dark attraction, having two sides to ride, there's a lot going there but Splash Mountain is such a visual with that drop and that fall. I feel like when you're growing up as a kid and you walk by Splash Mountain, you're like, well, I can't wait to ride that, or other kids might be, I'm terrified to ride that. <laughs> but you sort of build yourself up and you're waiting for that badge of courage to be able to take the plunge. Yeah. I think Space Mountain takes more guts, though, because unless you've been on it before or unless someone in your group has been on it before that can tell you about it, when you're a kid, you have no idea what's going to happen when you get on that ride. Because, like, even when you ride the, the people mover now, you can't see anything. Right. It's super, super dark in there. So it's a mystery. Like, you know it's, you know it's going to be something scary and it's in the dark. But you don't know. And when you're a kid, it seems a lot more intense than it does when you're an adult. So my pick is going to be Space Mountain. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of the different ways that I would normally make it an easier decision. So, all right, which, which ride has better music? Mm. They both have fantastic music, honestly. Um, which one has a better cue? They both have fun cues. They're not necessarily interactive or anything like that, but they're both fun and they get you in the mood for that particular attraction. Even the extended queue for Splash Mountain when you're outside, there's something about winding around and seeing like the bees' nests and the birdhouses and you know the way that the fence is constructed. It's all it's all gets you into the mood. Um, when it comes to you know the theme within the land, I can't even like judge it on that. Space Mountain is iconic for Tomorrowland. I do truly believe that if Space Mountain wasn't there, Tomorrowland could be completely rethemed to something else. But they're kind of you know, it is that anchor structure. Um, Frontierland, it's kind of funny that they put a Georgia red clay mountain in the west, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to, Dean, I'm going to make your choice easy because I'm also going to agree Space Mountain. Based solely on the fact that as you approach Magic Kingdom, you see Space Mountain. If you're on a bus, you pass Space Mountain first. If you're on the monorail... You can see it, you know, kind of in front of you. As you get off the ramp, you can see Space Mountain. Through, from throughout Tomorrowland, Space Mountain is just there, daunting. Whereas Splash is something like you kind of come across and 
you know, you hear the screams and all that, but Chickapin Hill is not as imposing as Space Mountain. So I, I think Space Mountain, for that thrill factor, the visual, um, plus you get to actually go through it. Yes, you get to go through Splash Mountain on the train, but I don't think it makes as big a deal as it does on the people who work. So space is the representative in my mind. All right, well, I doubt I'll be able to sway either of you. I actually would have voted for Splash Mountain for two reasons. One you just mentioned, it actually to me goes the other way. Given that this category includes some eight, nine-year-olds, maybe a little bit more timid, 10, 11, 12-year-olds, they may not all want to ride Space Mountain, whereas I think Splash Mountain, other than the big drop, is a very... Yeah, other than ride. the big thing that you can see from everywhere. Right, but that's just where you get that one moment where you go, I'm just a little kid! But the rest of the ride, I think, is very... You know, If, if someone was going to challenge themselves for sort of their first thrill ride, having one drop over you know, winding in the dark um, might, might be a little bit more attainable for that age group. But the other reason I would have picked Splash Mountain is ride length. Uh, this is true. Eight, this is true. Having the eight to nine minute ride versus I'm not exactly sure what space, maybe two. Uh, no, it's a, um, it's actually exactly as long as Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So I think it's like so a minute. 40, less, I think it's like a minute. So 45. less than two. Yeah, I think it's a minute forty five. <laughs> uh, that would have been my reasoning for Splash, but uh, so be it. Uh, we will go with Space Mountain for the preteens. Like Horizons, majority rules. So they'll be closing Space Mountain because nobody rides it. Nice. Moving on to the teens, 13 to 20. Same matchup, Splash versus Space. And here I go, and Splash. F- <laughs> <laughs> Funny, because I was just about to say, and because I think now we're more courageous, a little older, a little bigger, now I would switch to Space. That's funny, so now, Amy, you have to decide. I'm giving Dean the silent treatment over his Horizons comment, so I'm not sure, I'm not sure how we proceed as far as this podcast recording goes well and i'm gonna mansplain well, we, a little we bit go, my we, quote we could go the route my we quote, can go the route of horizons and just stop and get shut down and not record anymore. well but that's what i was gonna say <laughs> mansplaining my comment was about the podcast not the attraction explain <laughs> <laughs> away paulie mansplain. i just did i did it's over <laughs> there's nothing else to explain well, Amy, you have a very typical choice. Uh, I went space for the opposite reasons of the last one. Polly did the same, now justifying Splash. For 13 to 20-year-olds, you like Splash or space? I seem to hear a voice talking, but I, I'm not... It's like a fly buzzing around your hot dog on a summer cookout evening. What does this red button do? Yeah, yeah. I see, I see a red circle with a white arc in it. Right next to Amy B. Holmes. Sadly, not the worst song on that, <laughs> that area. No, it's not. <laughs> Digging in Dino Land, I cannot take. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Space Mountain for this age group. Wow. Okay. I'm going to say it. It's, you know, we've said it before. There's no wrong choice between these two. (laughs) Polly is appalled at space winning that one as I was at space winning the last one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, these are tough choices. Let's, maybe this one's not as bad. We'll see. Adults, 21-265. Space Mountain in there yet again, this time against Haunted Mansion. Hmm. I'm going to say Haunted Mansion, (laughs) 
because at this point for adults this is when any kind of physical limitation may rear its ugly head and I think this is the point where Space Mountain can get a little too intense for some people like me who the last time I rode Space Mountain got out of the ride vehicle and nearly fell because I was so dizzy so <laughs> I'm gonna say Haunted Mansion wow uh, I rendered hmm. him speechless. Well, I'm because I'm trying to fi- pick for the entirety of the age bracket, like we've talked about. I could totally see at the upper end, Space Mountain maybe being a little too intense, but I could also see on the lower end, Haunted Mansion feeling a bit dated. Haunted Mansion but- doesn't feel dated to anybody. Uh, look at how go- look at how popular it is with, with mm-hmm. like with like even younger people like there's so much merch if you go into like hot topic there's usually haunted mansion merchandise in there with any other uh, Disney stuff I mean haunted mansion is is super popular they're fans of the Eddie Murphy movie <laughs> both of them yeah so if we go to the poly tiebreaker you can make out in haunted mansion this is true <laughs> Well, I mean, you can make out in Space Mountain, too, but... <laughs> <laughs> a single-person seat someone, still. There's no, no one riding tandem with you. Someone needs a long <laughs> neck. Um, <laughs> this is a tough one. I'm going to go Space Mountain. Um, I'm, I'm struggling, but not as much as I think you did, and I'm actually going to go with Haunted Mansion. Um, more for the accessibility across the whole age bracket. That's a good point. I... I think also if if I so told someone like I, this what's this represents what a Disney attraction is and should be, I think just the overall theming, the elements, the completeness of Haunted Mansion, and the, again we we talked about before the ride length it, it makes a difference yep. to me and uh, I think you get a, a bigger and better well you get a faster experience in Space Mountain but the better experience through the Haunted Mansion so again I, I would not have had a problem with Space Mountain one but we're gonna go with Haunted Mansion for the adults so. All right, for our senior division, over 64, or as we like to call them, 65 and up, <laughs> It's a Small World was our MK1 winner, or the Carousel of Progress may be a surprise winner in MK2. Yes, surprise, because it wasn't in the audio for the last show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Carousel of Progress is my choice. Small world Our world. elders enjoy history, <laughs> and there's also a very patriotic segment of the show. There's a delightful the sing along. There's a delightful you know sing along, and some of our seniors may have seen firsthand some of the things that are depicted in this attraction, like ovens that go to 550 <laughs> with voice control and tree lights, tree lights 30% brighter, and. <laughs> old Uncle Orville in the bathroom all the time. Um, definitely Carousel of Progress. Come on. Carousel uh, of Progress. I'm gonna say Small World because it also is historical. They both were at the 1964 World's Fair. Sure. <laughs> uh, this is the age group that would have been possibly at that World's Fair. I will jump on to the Dean's qualification of ride length. And while it is a very long show to watch all of the show scenes for Carousel of Progress, 
I believe it's a small world feels longer because of the repetition of the song. <laughs> well, and that's the thing that right. Well, they both have that repetition of song. They both have great music. It's true. And so maybe the tiebreaker here could be the the grandparent factor, which is sort of cheating, um, but it's legitimate. And I think that the small for since it's a small world was such a successful in our bracket on the under heights, it might play a difference here with the seniors. Hmm. Um, so I would actually pass my vote for it's a small world after all. Awesome. Well, all right. I, you know, I before before we wrap here, Polly. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna task you guys with an even more impossible task. Uh, what? I think now that we have the best of the best for each of the four parks. Yeah. We need a best of the four. Oh, it, this isn't what. <laughs> so I think we're gonna go back now. <laughs> no. Because we haven't belabored this enough for the last 17 episodes. <laughs> this is starting to feel as long as Amy's vacation. <laughs> and I'm gonna now give you final four brackets by age. Wow. And we're going to see if we can come up with a singular attraction. For the whole resort. At, for the for the whole resort. Wow. Excluding water parks. Yeah, we didn't get into that. <laughs> so, Amy, under heights. Let's see how we want to square these off. Let's take the Boneyard versus Turtle Talk with Crush. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we have probably Disney's best this play area gonna... for this age group. <laughs> Versus one of Disney's best interactive shows for little kids in Turtle Talk. It's so good that they put it on cruise ships. Yes. Doing overwatching. That is a that is a fair point. Fair fair. But keep in mind the Boneyards category. But keep in mind Turtle Talk. You are also doing. You are certainly interacting. Yeah. Hmm. But little little kids, do they really get turtle talk? Like, do they really understand what's going on? It's a turtle talking to them. If you go into turtle talk, other than my kid who completely freaked out the first time we left him on the floor, <laughs> probably should have told him we were going to be two rows back. That but was, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I think I told you guys that story before. Yes, you did. It was um, funny. It, the kids are completely engaged with Crush. I, I think it's amazing how much they're willing to sit there in the dark and interact with a talking turtle. But you also said that every time you go to Disney World, you ask your kid, hey, what do you want to do today? And he's like, can we go to the Boneyard? Mm, absolutely. Mm. He loves the Boneyard. So stop contradicting yourself. The This is why these are impossible. Yeah, parents. these are not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to basically come down, I think, to either personal preference when we get to our own age bracket or personal recollections. <laughs> well, or, you yeah. know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say the Boneyard because Polly's going to say Turtle Talk. And Dean, I'm sticking it to you. Dean I'm choose. sticking it to you for that Horizons comment. So you're going to have to make the tiebreaker. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tiebreak it ahead of time. I'm going to tell you that I would pick the Boneyard because it's self-driven, self-interaction, and you can get as much of it as you want. Then why did you uh, just argue with me about Turtle Talk? I didn't. I was presenting both sides of the argument. It's a, I have these mental debates, and they just come out of my mouth. What's, it's like being a podcaster or something. What's really funny is I was going to choose Boneyard anyway. And it's one of the reasons that we did not discuss um, there is no cue. You walk in and you immediately start playing. 
You guys are the that little is... worst. Why would why would you argue the other? <laughs> <sighs> because if we didn't do that, we would have a five minute show. You know, Amy. Even when a three plays a fourteen, we give the fourteen a chance, and we have to analyze their game too. Okay, Seth Davis. Unless the fourteen is Kansas State, because K State's just no. 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 Nothing. Mm-mm. What if it was a 5 versus a 12? Well, then you got... Like, like Syracuse versus Vermont or something. Oh, no. <sighs> Whoa. Canisius, Valverde, <laughs> no, no, no. I will never forget the frickin' Catamounts. Ever. Ugh. Was that the uh, Taylor Coppinrounts here? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> All right, look, it sounds like we are unanimous then. Boneyard yeah. over Turtle Talk. Let, let's go on to this pairing. Dumbo versus Toy Story Midway Mania. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to go first this time. Screw both of you. Uh, <laughs> Toy Story Midway Mania. For well, these... I'm going to go Dumbo for the <laughs> for the arguments we just made about it versus the Speedway. And I'm, I'm sorry I cut you off, but I had to get it out there before Amy said something. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just getting vindictive against each other. <laughs> I'm saying Toy Story. You did cut me off. You already got your vote in. I'm going to try and sway Amy now. I voted Toy Story for the video game factor. I think the 21st century kid is very interested in video games. Toy Story has three, soon to be four, films, plus specials and all of that stuff. Dumbo is a 63-minute movie that everyone cries at. I vote Toy Story. Oh well, I will say, while Dumbo, the IP, may not be, you know, something you really want to share with your youngest kids, <laughs> no. uh, I'm still, I'm still going to go with for the younger group the ability to play in that play area instead of having a long queue, uh, the rewriteability of Dumbo. Oh, they situation. like there's no rewriteability of Toy Story. Uh, yeah, and well, I'm not saying that you you wouldn't want to rewrite it, but how long are you going to wait? <laughs> It's one of the five open rides in Hollywood it's, Studios. It's, while it's a fun queue, it's not a 45-minute to 115-minute fun queue as it often I, builds to. I would like three <laughs> fast passes. <laughs> uh, Toy Story, Toy Story, Toy Story, and, and Toy, Toy Story. Story. <laughs> so uh, I think you, with the youngest kids, will get more out of Dumbo, and I think you would have a better experience in the play area with Dumbo instead of standing in that ridiculous queue line. They already have the play experience over at the Bone Yard. Different, different park, I know. <laughs> Go ahead. So, Amy. Amy, Amy you got to break the tie. Break the tie. Okay, what is, what is the oldest age for this age group? Seven. Seven. Hmm... It's st- and I gotta tell you, I mean, I I picked Toy Story. Seven is very interested still in digging in. I'm I'm back in the boneyard, in uh, running around and playing in the play area. That said, my kid's going on seven and is very into video games and certainly <laughs> loves playing something like Toy Story Midway Mania and yeah. likes to beat me. And likes a... to beat me playing Toy That's Story. That's true. Oh, you know what? Not, not that he can, but the Amy beat your parent factor yeah. is big here. Dean making my case for me. <laughs> I am going to say Judge Amy <laughs> for the fact that you do She's have, speaking slower. You do have some control over the other people in the vehicle with you. I am going to say 
I'm going to say Toy Story Mania. You know what, Dean? Toy Story Story Horizons Mania. Toy Story. Tolstoy. Toy Story. Tolstoy Mania. (laughs) Least trafficked attraction in all of Walt Disney World would be Tolstoy Mania. Um, That's a tale of two theme parks. (laughs) I'm saying um, Toy Story Midway Mania because... Like you said, that's that's when uh, that's when little kids start to really like video games. And honestly, I really think the Boneyard is going to beat this attraction anyway. <laughs> that's what our matchup that's is right now. So, so let's get to the it's final. It's going to be yeah, an easier choice. But I, I, Boneyard be... or Tolstoy or Tolstoy yeah. Midway Mania. <laughs> that is our final Boneyard or Toy Story Midway Mania. Boneyard. Oh, oh and video games though. I mean, the other thing is when you're at Animal Kingdom. You gotta make an effort to go to Dinoland USA. You have to make an effort to go to Toy Story Midway Mania, too. You have to make an effort to go to Hollywood Studios. You bum! You gotta go all the way (laughs) back to Toy Story Mania, you bum! Since I'm talking, talking, I have to make an effort to get to Orlando. Um, (laughs) uh, Here, August is a nice time to travel. Yeah, a different part of the state. Um, (laughs) I can recommend an agency for you. I can. Amy, can you sing the agency? Adventure is out there, travel. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I, I, I still, I still think, and I'm going to throw another factor that we haven't talked about: the weather. I'm going to, I'm going to put Toy Story in as something that you can ride in rain, in sun, in heat, in humidity. You really want to be out there at the Boneyard in August. With I can't speak to August, but I can speak to July. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just sitting on the bench, you want to melt. <laughs> Let alone have your have your son or daughter, or, or or younger sister or whatever running around digging and getting dirty. Just no Toy Story. You know what's interesting about Toy Story Midway Mania is I don't think this age group is quite yet into the strategies of how to maximize your score. Nope. I think that comes with the next group, mm-hmm. and I think you said it before. This age group still wants to get out and play and do things, and maybe I have a different perspective now than I would have a couple of years ago. My son coming up on seven, if I gave him the choice of these two, every day, all He's day, bone yard. yeah, okay. Is, um, and, and again, I, I think it's it's it almost sounds crazy because a lot of people would say, "Wait, it's just a playground area. I can it's do that not, at my house. It's not. I can do that at my own resort because right. some of the resorts have them. No, it's." different it's more it's better yeah it's really nice and soft and padded so when they fall down they don't bleed yeah yeah they <laughs> so, don't bleed it's safe you don't have to worry about them running out because I, I, yeah yep it's and yeah, it's parent yeah. friendly too it's not like um it is. But, there's a it's co- not like the, there's a cocktail cart right outside for a particular reason there so, is but it's will also, be there for a while <laughs> it's also different from the uh the um bugs land one that was at the studios um where there were two entrances that's right. problematic <laughs> oh, this is great. It's one way in, one way out, and it is very regulated. Yes. Um, so I can't believe we're, we got down to this, and I think if we started over, we might not get there, but Boneyard takes it for the underheights. Yeah. All right, this is going to get harder. Preteen, Expedition Everest or Frozen Ever After? <laughs> and I remember Amy making some fantastic cases for yeah. Frozen. Yeah, she did, and, and she vowed I never did? to ride Everest, ever. Oh yeah, I, 
Publicity, I, well, it was a month ago. <laughs> I mean, I can't remember what I did a week Actually, ago. Actually, no. So. It, was, it was two months ago. <laughs> I mean, you're expecting a lot if you think I can remember what I said two months ago. Oh, you don't have to remember it. We can discuss it now. So, oh, okay. Everest, obviously, high speed, a little bit of backwards, gets a little crazy. A little frozen, bit of backwards. A little bit. Frozen, I know, popular IP, newest ride, all that fun stuff. A little bit of backwards. Stuff. I'm not. Lo- I'm not joking. No, it's. <laughs> I haven't yet experienced the new Frozen attraction as currently constituted with the animatronics. I understand it's not too different from Maelstrom, however. Um, I gotta go with Everest. Give me the coaster. That's my mantra. I, I may as well just just get that tattooed. For preteens, I think the, I think definitely the coaster, because. Bam. Uh, they because they want to they want to prove that they're rough and ready and and they're thrills and yeah yeah they're I'm they're of height now. they're of height <sighs> now and they want to do yep. the the fun the big fun thing that they've never conquered before and, and I think Frozen has a more narrow appeal as far as this age group and I think Everest. Preteens across the board want to go do that. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say Expedition Everest. Journey for the Yeti's treasure hidden in the mountain of Animal Kingdom theme park TM. <laughs> TM! <laughs> Alright, so we need a competitor for Everest. Let's look at Studios versus Magic Kingdom. We have Toy Story Midway Mania or Space Mountain for the 8 to 13. 12-year-olds. Preteens. You know, this is the video game age. I'm going to go with Toy Story. I am going to go with Space Mountain <laughs> because None of us it's going to be the finals. It's hard. Be coaster versus coaster is Space no, Mountain. That's, oh, look at and you That's going to be a bigger ratings bonanza. A- Amy, do not pick your brackets based on how you want the matchups to look in the next round. <laughs> yeah. Because if you do that, that works. I mean, Turner and CBS are doing that with the. Inevitably, Iona wins, and then your brackets blow yeah. up. Inevitably, Michigan State and Indiana are going to lose in the first round, and that's what's going to happen. Poor Sparty. No. Um, But that said, uh, I'm going with Pauly's mantra of give me the coaster. Oh. And I don't disagree. This is the video game age group, and I think they would... This is where I think the strategy of that game would start to come in. It's very true. And they might have more fun, like, trying to actually maximize points, but... Yeah, when you figure out that if you shoot all of the plates or whatever it is in one row... You get bonus points, yeah. When in doubt, though, give me the coaster. So now, pick your favorite coaster. Space Mountain, Expedition Everest. Who are you Everest. giving for the pre-teens? Everest. I'm, gonna... Everest. I'm going space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going space. We're going to make Amy decide. Amy I doesn't play... like either one of them. I think Everest is probably, and I'll bite my tongue on this, Everest is the better coaster. But Space talking... Mountain is the more iconic yes, attraction. I understand. Well, and Magic Kingdom is a much more popular park than Animal Kingdom. It gets a lot more traffic. Well, I'm until gonna... Avatar opens. <laughs> you're so and, well, you're so full of beans. You're so ridiculous. That I was last night's barbecue. You, the Dawa Bar is down in Africa. It is. Which has nothing. 
nothing to do with this age group. I am but going it's a great song. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to say Space Mountain because the, the Magic Kingdom is the iconic Disney experience. Space Mountain is the most thrilling of the thrill rides in the Magic Kingdom for pre-teens. That's yep. where they're going. So I'm going to say right. Space Mountain. I, ca- I can't argue with that. They're both great choices. Absolutely. All right. So Boneyard takes the underhide, Space Mountain for the pre-teens. Now on to our teens, 13 to 20. This is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Everest, Mission Space. I'm not choosing Mission Space for anything, for anyone <laughs> on any day of the week. <laughs> so I already forgot what the other attraction was in the face-off. Or what, it was Primeval World or Mission Space. Whatever, the, the, alternate, whatever the alternative was, I'm choosing teacups. the alternative to Mission Space. Teacups. It's the Maharaja Jungle Trek Maha or Water? Mission Space. Mission Space is... It, Mission Space is not getting a pass for me. Do not pass. Wow. Do not pass Mission go. Do Space not. This is not, not getting by go. You're not collecting. I agree with you. I would go Everest out of those two as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Everest from a accessibility standpoint. Yes. So as I looked forward, this is the one I thought would be a lot of fun: Rock and Roller Coaster or Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. For this group. For the teens. I'm going to go Rock and Roller Coaster. I think they want the little, little bit more intense thrill. The launch is something else entirely. And, um, you know, you've, you've got people that are listening to uh, their parents' records. So they've actually heard Aerosmith on Continental. <laughs> I'm going Rock and Roller Coaster, man. In the dark, it's more thrilling. That's what she said. Give me that rock and roller coaster, man. <laughs> Do it. Uh, rock and roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, in this one, I think the only thing space could hang its hat on is being the more iconic yes. visual. Yeah. Uh, but I think the improvement on the roller coaster experience is enough. I would pick rock and roller coaster as well. And I will also pick rock and roller coaster over Expedition Everest to win this and for the exact same reason. So uh, that's one vote for rock and roller coaster in the finals. What about you guys? <sighs> See, the tough part for me is Everest is such a visual feast. You get to see it when you walk. And again, you know, like I said with Space Mountain earlier, um, you get to see the mountain when you park. (laughs) You get to see the mountain when you walk in. You see the mountain if you are, you know, anywhere on that eastern side of the park. So I'm going to pick a, Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> I'm going to pick Rock and Roller Coaster. I am choosing Walk This Way to Rock and Roller Coaster. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, walk the This Way? Oh, that's Muppet Vision, sorry. Oh, Kermit! <laughs> you must decide. What was it you said? You have to decide! <laughs> you ever notice Fozzie I... doesn't use contractions? You never have noticed that, have you? No. I love it. It's those little character things that Jim Henson would throw in, such as Fozzie never uses contractions. I cannot! <laughs> I like that your Fozzie morphs into a Yoda a little Listen. bit. Listen. We are listening. Oh, okay. The Butter and Bacon Podcast. Where, Three, we two, talk about, where we talk about the, the good stuff of Disney. 
one of these days we're gonna have Amy be the host. And Disney Anna. And Elsa. Disney Elsa. <laughs> Disney Elsa. <laughs> Disney Anna's nice. the stuff you sell on eBay. Disney Elsa's the stuff you hold on to. <laughs> Disney Elsa is when you can't fit it into any category, and you're like, yeah, that's the Disney Elsa. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so it looks like uh, we are unanimous. Three, two, one. <laughs> I love that. It looks like we are unanimous. I think we are. So even though Everest is the iconic mountain, I think we're going rock and roller coaster for the teens. Yeah. Not a bad choice at all, though. Not a shocker. Again, couldn't lose with any of these four. Let's see what we think on the adults. And I think this is overall the episodes we've done. This has been our hardest one because of the span of age. Yeah. And I think it really shows in these four. Uh, from Animal Kingdom, we chose the Lion King show. From Epcot, we chose Illuminations, Ooh. Reflections of Earth. Of those two, I'm gonna. I would recommend that someone check out Illuminations. I am our, going. If it's our to... first time in the parks at Walt Disney World, and they have to pick one of those two to do, I'm gonna say go to Illuminations. I'm gonna agree. Because I like Epcot more than Animal Kingdom. Until and Until Avatar opens. Yeah. Like I said, I like Epcot <laughs> more than Animal Kingdom. And it's a... Wait until Beastly Kingdom opens. Oh. And it it's a fireworks show. Mm-hmm. It's a three-hour grand finale. And you can go anywhere around the lagoon to watch it. This is true. Yeah. And for this, the upper end of this age group, you can nap in the middle of the show. Nobody will notice. This is also true. These stairs in uh, Japan are very comfortable to lie on. So I'm going to say Illuminations. And I would agree with you guys, and I think it's probably not fair to say, but if you go to Animal Kingdom and you happen to catch the Nemo show instead of Lion King, yeah, I don't think it, you know, I mean, obviously you missed out because you can see both, but that's sort of, you, you've gotten that feel of having a great stage show. If you go to Epcot, you can't miss Illuminations if you're in this age group. Right. So I think you have to go there. Now, for the other half of this bracket, Hollywood Studios brings Muppet Vision 3D. Magic Kingdom is bringing Haunted Mansion Mm. Those are very different. Extremely different. Uh, we are an extreme podcast. Wait, we are, are we? Are we? Oh, so that means that our uh, our intro music should be wholehearted, and our outro music should be more than words. It can only be filled by you. Are they at eight through the beat this year? What would I say? Oh, no, nice. they're they're uh they're, no, they're not eat to the beat. They'd be more like uh, flower power. Uh, right? Flower power. <laughs> Man, if they had extreme to come, I would actually try to show up for extreme. You would not. In all seriousness, though, they would be eat to the beat. They would, eat, they're, yeah. They're they're nineties one hit wonder. The so. the two of them would trundle out on stage over in Canada. How can you call them one-hit wonders when I just named two well, they have two! Because I had only heard of one of them. You've <laughs> no, never you... heard of Wholehearted? You've heard them both. There's a hole in my heart that can only be filled by you. No, I get them confused with the Nelson Brothers. They're similar. Oh my gosh, I saw the Nelson Brothers. 
Nelson. I saw them. Oh man, I love Nelson. What if Extreme and the Nelsons got together and covered Hanson songs? <laughs> Hanson is not good enough. Hanson has been what too if, easy for the beat. <laughs> what if Extreme and Nelson got together and covered Henry Nilsson songs? And they'd be judged by the Nielsen ratings. Nielsen Smilson. Oh, that's terrible. What are we up to? Elimination. All right, so Muppet Vision oh, yeah. 3D versus Haunted Mansion. Very different attractions, as you've said. Yeah. Uh, I think Muppet Vision got in on the basis of the IP being appealing to this age group. Yeah. Appealing. But I'm It's a net full of jello. Um, the gags, the dad jokes, we, we liked it all about that. Haunted Mansion was the iconic Magic Kingdom attraction, narrowly beating out Space Mountain. You know what? I don't think anybody goes to Walt Disney World having seen making of shows and Disney, you know, Disney afternoon growing up. Some of the people in this age bracket seen the wonderful world of Disney. Other people in this age bracket. I think it's going to be something that is iconic to not only Walt Disney World, but Disneyland, even though the exterior is different. I think it's going to be that one attraction is going to be the Haunted Mansion. I'm going to agree with that. I think that Muppet Vision somehow won this age group because there's only like two attractions left in Hollywood Studios. Um, I'm not sure how valid our is for my. I mean, it. I'm telling you... Muppets is one of like three attractions that I still actually go and do at the studios. I, Muppet there are is 16 like... attractions you could be doing. <sighs> Dean, you're sad. The one with the movie or the one with the characters? Look. The one with the characters made the final four at the studios. <laughs> Got beat by Muppet Vision 3D. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I love Muppet Vision. Just for the record, I love Muppet Vision. It's something that I have to do every time I go to the studios but to put that up against Haunted Mansion I feel like that's not even fair like that, that's rough man yeah I think that that word of iconic and can't miss really is the reason why I would take Haunted Mansion as well mm-hmm. I think the Muppet Vision IP does appeal to this age group and the, and the gags are obviously fun mm-hmm. but you can go to a Disney you know, if someone came back from their Disney World vacation your coworker or friend or whatever it's their first time and they didn't make it to Muppet Vision 3D you probably okay you didn't get to see it but you're like they didn't see the Haunted Mansion you might be like outraged mm-hmm. I think it's just one of those things you have to see now which is the more have to see Haunted Mansion or Illuminations And I'm going to make the case here for Illuminations while you guys think about it. And it goes back to what we discussed when we talked about Epcot itself is that nighttime spectacular, having the the cocktail as you wait around World Showcase, and really taking in the the theme and the environment that Epcot offers at night. um, To me, that is iconic Disney at its best, so I would pick Illuminations for this age group. Yeah, and as much as it's ride versus show, I I I think I'm gonna take the decision out of Amy's hands, and I'm gonna agree with you. Well, I've been eliminated, so. Uh... You've been illuminated. <laughs> so see ya. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. <laughs> well, if you want to make a case, you could try to sway one of us. If you if you were going the other way. Nah. 
I was too busy singing. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell what you were singing. I was trying to ignore it so I could talk. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's on you, bro. All right, so for our senior division, we have Finding Nemo the Musical or from Epcot, Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth and not even close. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go Spaceship Earth. Because, you know, some of these seniors, they may have pounded some of those reeds flat, and they oh, might man. have actually <laughs> they might have actually been on that boat with some of those Phoenicians. So, <laughs> some, of, some of the riders might be a Jewish teacher or Islamic scholar. <laughs> and have, like, the thing of garlic. Like, it looks like a thing of garlic. What? The hat. The guy's hat. <laughs> it looks like a thing of garlic in that scene. It really does. It really does, though. It does. And let's be honest. Spaceship Earth, Disney icon right in the front of the park. Some of these seniors are not even going to make their way back to Finding Nemo's theater. So, it, it just makes sense. Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. Love Spaceship Earth. All right. Can I, Disney can I break in just for a little bit before you do that? Yeah. Um, the same week that Avatar opens, the same week that Volcano Bay opens, is when Tower of Terror is rethemed to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout at Disneyland, and they're having a Groot meet and greet. Really? Yeah. That's nice. Now that can it's be one. Be, what it, you know what it would be really easy to do is make him talking. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say because he only says one thing, but you could have. You know, Vin Diesel just say it like 500 times like he did and just have it just play. Oh, I'm sure they already have those canned. Like those things, I'm sure they already have them. But that is quite a week in theme park. (laughs) And that's why Bob Iger hangs around because he won't be part of the Oh, I roll. And this is why I can't read Disney Twitter half the time. Uh, sorry. Just read, just read my timeline because it is yes. filled with cute animals and insight that is unparalleled. And you trying to steal everyone's puppy. Yeah, that's right. All right, other half of the bracket: One Man's Dream from Hollywood Studios, or It's a Small World. Uh, again, not not even close to me. It's a Small World. It's a boat hmm. ride. Interesting. I was really thinking I might go one man's dream. No, I, I, I no, was too. Ride. No, no, nope. World's well, Fair. Rides are fun. World's yeah. Fair. Classic attraction. Walt the Man. Walt. They saw him on TV. Yeah. They're part of that history. That attraction's going away, you know. I know, but it's still there for now. <laughs> one man's dream. See, what, what makes me upset about one man's dream is that's one of the few attractions I did during my trip (laughs) and (laughs) you know how after you pass by the reproduction of Walt's telecast announcing Walt Disney World there was all that all that there was a whole bunch more stuff like after you pass that yeah all of that is gone now and there's a Moana Mm. meet and greet back there and I livid because that's where all of the Epcot stuff used to be in that case. Uh, That's where they used to have the Mr. Lincoln that you could control and make him do stuff. And yeah. now they've started just using that as a catch-all for like, here's our latest thing. We're going to put a meet and greet here and then like put a prop from our latest movie. And I, no. just, that, in that just, case, I'll take Carousel of Progress. That just irks me. That makes me mad. So. Carousel of Progress. <laughs> Listen to you. 
We're not talking about Carousel of Progress. We're talking about... Well, <laughs> said if I can't have one man stream, I'll go back and pick Carousel of Progress. No. Alright, I'm agreeing with Polly then, based on what Amy just described. Me too. I mean, and I'm there's, going still, with it's a small there's still one. a lot of quality things to see in one man stream. Like, everything else is still there. Well, they also took out Walt's office, though. So there's, like, yeah. this big gaping wall, you know, of, of where you know what used to be there if you'd seen it before, and now it's just, like, this wall. Um, I think even if you didn't know what used to be there, you see how plentiful the walls are with exhibits, and then all of a sudden yeah. there's one that isn't. <laughs> it's kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, because they keep, like, taking stuff out and just throwing stuff in there that, you know, it's just like, whatever. I'm going to choose It's a Small World as well. Do you think if the Golden Girls house was still up, that would have been our winner for this age bracket? Uh, Backlot Studios. Do-do-do-do. Somebody's snapping. do I hear snapping. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no one is gonna jump in and sing. I'm, I'm. Just... Amy, thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road, back, back again. again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Fondant. And you're eating Cakes? fondant. If you, hey, if I threw a party, invited everyone you and knew. I invited everyone I knew. You would see the biggest gift would be for me. What would the card attached say? Thank you for being a friend. All right, real quick. Favorite golden girl? Blanche. Rose. Sophia. <laughs> wow. And nobody likes Dorothy, and we all pick no, different ones. That's funny. No. <laughs> Poor Bertha. I like I like Blanche because she's so unabashedly herself. <laughs> Actually, does this does this reflect our personalities? I like Sophia because she throws the most shade. She does throw the most shade. And I like Rose because she's... She's very kind of, Amy. She, she's like, <laughs> she seems like innocent and sweet and kind of dumb. Little known fact, her full name on the show is Rose Beth Combs. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Beth Combs Nyland. See? He's throwing shade. He is Sophia. <laughs> Little known fact, Sophia Dina. <laughs> Sophia reminded me of my grandmother, too, so I was always a oh. Sophia fan. Picture this it. Is like, this, is like instant, <laughs> this is like an instant personality test from BuzzFeed. Right? All right, let's wrap this up for the senior division. It's a small world versus Spaceship Earth. Oh, mama. And I'm going to go Spaceship Earth for the same reasons we've been arguing all along. The iconic part of its traction, the park icon, the fact that it's what you see when you walk in the park in... Again, if someone came home from their trip and they, you know, this age bracket and they went to Epcot and they didn't ride Spaceship right. Earth, I'd be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, to me, it just, it screams Walt Disney World. It is one of the things I think that everybody says, I got to ride that attraction, especially when they don't know what's going on inside. So, for me, it's Spaceship Earth and it's not really that close. My choice is going to be Spaceship Earth 2 because yeah. I think for seniors, it's more relevant um, there's a there's quite a bit of historical stuff in there that they have seen in life. In all seriousness, there really is. Um, Veterans are represented. It's yeah, it's you know it feels patriotic. This is you what, get FDR's address after the attack of Pearl Harbor. <sighs> you do. 
So I'm going to say Spaceship Earth. It's more relevant to adults. I just would like to point out that this is going to be unanimous. I would like to point out that it took almost six episodes for us to come to the conclusion of which one would you give someone the most grief if they did not do. (laughs) (laughs) How did you miss that? Because it's 100% true. I I mean, I even think about, you know, people that go for a couple weeks for their first time, not someone like Amy who, you know, regularly visits, where, yeah, we just just didn't find the time to go to Animal Kingdom. I'm like, what? Yeah. Spaceship Earth. I haven't right. been to Animal Kingdom in years. Wow. Amy. I haven't. I think you'd like Tiffin's. I think I'd like Tiffany. That's what they say when we're together. Dean almost exposes Debbie Gibson. Uh, <laughs> I get those two confused. <laughs> I Run can see why. Just as fast as we can. <laughs> All right. Well, interesting recap here. We have an Animal Kingdom attraction for the youngest group. We went to Magic Kingdom for the preteens. Studios for the teens, and then Epcot for the adults and the seniors. That's and you know what? That doesn't surprise me. That sounds about right. <laughs> it is so stereotypical and so right. Yeah, well, I'm going to give you guys one more chore before we Oh, you've got to be go. kidding me. One more. Well, so we've been doing the negotiation, the debating, the arguing, the this and that. Now it's just time for you to express your opinion. So, Amy, what's your most representative, favorite, most Amy attraction? In all of Walt Disney World? In all of Walt Disney World. And I know this could be like an entire separate show topic, but... I would say the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. It's the one attraction that I am guaranteed to do multiple times during a trip. It's the one thing that I do every time I go into the Magic Kingdom. There's no other attraction that I'm guaranteed to do any time that I enter any other park. Like, I might do living with the land. I might do, you know what I mean? Like I'm not guaranteed to do any of my other favorites in any of the other parks. Um, Tomorrowland Transit Authority is a a people mover is like a a gentle tour. It's slow moving. (laughs) There's nothing scary, and you see a lot of stuff. And that's that's what I'm about. I'm like a no thrills, no frills kind of tour tourer. And also, also <laughs> there's usually not a long line for the people mover. You don't have to use a fast pass. You just walk up and ride. So that is the one that is most representative of me. Awesome. How about you, Polly? Um, I'm going to say the um, Frontierland Hoedown. The Hoedown happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are so, Amy, how do, you, are Amy, so how do you feel about the hoedown happening? So I'm still waiting for my I'm still waiting for my public apology. Oh wait, did I get that last week? Yeah, yes, you did. did. Okay, good. I haven't heard it yet on the show. You Neither have I. Even, that's <laughs> what we talked about two days ago. Uh, funny. That was so two days ago. It was funny. No, um, the Living Seas 1986. But since that's not possible. Um, I'm going to go with the next best thing, and it was wait, actually wait, wait. the choice for my age bracket. Um, Spaceship Birth. You're a senior? Yes. 
I'm older than uh -oh. both of you. No. <laughs> I uh -oh. tour the most like a senior. I freely <laughs> admit that. I tour the most like a senior. <laughs> no, it, it it has everything to me in a quintessential Disney attraction. Has an original story. Has an original script. Has a park original ride vehicle. Has a very unique and original architectural style. It's a park icon. It's a long ride. It has memorable score, and you have to ride it. So that's why I choose Spaceship Earth. Excellent choice. Both of you have great choices, and, and they're both rides that I wouldn't miss either, and could easily be what I would pick. It's kind of a funny question for me, and I'm, I'm like throwing this around in my head. My what I think is the best attraction and my favorite attraction is actually the Safari. Um, but mm. I think for answering the question the way we've been phrasing it all this time, I would pick the Haunted Mansion. Um, it, it's got multiple phases, which I like about the attraction. The, the queue is enjoyable. Uh, I think it's approachable for all ages, although it may terrify some of the little ones that get scared of it. Or if you're Polly's kid, you get scared of it twice, two different age groups. Right. Um, <laughs> but it, it is, to me, it's, it's Disney iconic. It's done differently than any other. It's not a haunted house. You know what I mean? It's... it's, mm. it's it's got an awesome ride vehicle. It's got awesome music. It's got great use of animatronics. So for me, it'd be the Haunted Mansion. Well, I got to tell you, I mean, the TTA, Spaceship Earth, Haunted Mansion, that is the good stuff. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon on Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Jungle Cruise. <laughs> it wasn't even a choice. They're still going to go back to the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Dole Whip. Yeah, ooh, Citrus Swirl. Amy, Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? I don't like pineapple, so I'm going to go Citrus Swirl. I don't like pineapple. Scandal. And you call yourself a Walt Disney fan. Scandal. What does my choice in food flavors have to do with being a Walt Disney fan? Are you kidding me? Are uh, you kidding me? We're going to have to revisit this topic at some other date. Wow. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I just don't like pineapple. Paul, you said she passed the entrance exam to be on this podcast. And clearly someone answered for her. I'm going Spaceship Earth for the same iconic argument we've been making all along. All it's, wrong? It is, oh yeah, let me try that again. <laughs> I'm going Spaceship Earth. <laughs> Give us a countdown.
three. Amy, can I get a yeah. Hey, even though. <laughs> what is the boot? Where did that come from? Hey, I hear the boot. Hey, what's up? Wow. I'm not even sure what blend of accents that is. It's like an it's it's like the <laughs> it's it's the Midwest version of what Little Italy should sound like. Hey, yeah, like hey, that's hey. what I was wondering. Is that like <laughs> that's like that's like the the Kentucky uh, version of Worcester Street here in New Haven? Oh God, Worcester! Hey, <laughs> what's happening? What you doing, Dini? See, she's from Staven now. <laughs> I hope you're not recording. Yep. Oh, of course we are. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Except for when Dean l- lapses into button. Mitten. <laughs> button. But, what do you want, a baton? No, but, not a baton. But, a baton is something different. Meh. Meh. He's a goat. Meh. Meh. Lambert. Hey, Dini, Whoa. you got your meh. We, we, we maggot in like three minutes there. That was we great. Did. We totally did. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, speaking of Speaking <laughs> of three minutes. I've been doing this the whole time. <laughs> it's, yeah, here we have um, the Amy Italian stallion. <laughs> hey, Dini oh. and the Bood. What's up? What's happening? Dini and the Bood. <laughs> You're the boot. That would be a fantastic <laughs> podcast name if Amy wasn't the star. Hey, Dini right. and the boot. The, the talent does voices now. Right. That's great. I don't know where <laughs> that came from. She, Good, she uh, said just, just two quotes. episodes ago. No, In no, the no, most obnoxious of air quotes, the talent. <laughs> the air was filled with quotes. <laughs> Thick with quotes. Yes, that's better. <laughs> Just two episodes ago, Amy said she can't do any accents of any type. And here Unless she is. all of them. Bursting into Amy Italian. <laughs> Amy, can we, ha- can we have your Irish now? Oh, that's, that's the best. <laughs> I want to hear you attempt to roll an R. Oh, I can't. I can't. Come on. Be Tony the Tiger. Make rib. Rib. No, come on. Come on. I can't do it. Come on. I can't do it. I can't. Can you imagine if Scotty on Star Trek wasn't Scottish, but it was from Kentucky? <laughs> they would treat him like he didn't know anything for the entire Scotty. period. Scotty, we need warp, warp power in three minutes and we're all dead. I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I can't make it go. It won't go. I'm a doctor, not a pilot. <laughs> oh, that's even better. He was an old country doctor, but he was from Georgia. Georgia. Hey, Dini and the boy going to Georgia. Now I'm the boy. <laughs> I've trans- There's a little Jersey in that accent, too. Just, just, uh, yeah, a little. <laughs> it's so wrong. <laughs> if your accent is wrong, I don't want to be right. Most Disney, most races, particularly Disney ones, do not offer that. Most that uh, say that word sure. again. Most races, particularly Disney yes, races, do not offer that. It sounded. Would you like me to continue? Or are you going to say something? I'm waiting you out. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, 
<laughs> segue if you want. Oh, we can. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me so say it again. The five categories. The five categories. The five categories. I'll edit that in. Oh, how many categories? Uh, that would be five. The fifth element is uh, fire, water, air, earth, and uh, Lilu. So let's move up to the preteen category. Now, again, we're height eligible for pretty much every ride, if not every ride. So, I'm sorry, in the pre- did I say preteen? Yeah. Okay. Cut that part out right there. Mm-hmm. Three, give me a three, two, one, Amy. Three, two, one. Uh, this, uh... If you have a long neck in Space Mountain, you may get decapitated. <laughs> yeah, you're getting decapitated on <laughs> <at> that one. <laughs> That's not true. I've had my hands up on Space Mountain. I still have my hands. I read I about. Have, I read a story. I have about my hands. He Jack has his... said that he rode Space Mountain, and he's he was like, "I swear, I thought my head was gonna get chopped off." Yes, they do tolerance testing for stuff like that, but you 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 stepped you know all what, over Polly, by. You know what, Polly? <laughs> you know what you, you can do with your tolerance testing. Are you being intolerant so, for your testing? so obstructionist. Are you being intolerant of my tolerance testing? She can't tolerate your tolerance testing at all. The two of you are just out of control sassy today. I don't know. Look at the talent wants a new new trailer. Seriously. Spritz bottle. Uh, yeah. The part where Polly had his hands up, they were playing his song. And the butterflies nice. fly away. <laughs> Johnny has his girl. Johnny has his hand. I lost my girl. I lost my hand. Neither of you have any idea. No. Moonstruck. Share? Yes, but not that line. <laughs> <laughs> Out Moving of context on. answer of the day. <laughs> What's that? It's bigger, longer, and faster. Yes. Three, two, one. <laughs> Three, two, one. I love it. Okay, I get that this is like a West Side Story face-off, but somebody needs to stop smacking their fingers. Like, you really don't have to do that. I get that this is, like, tense. I still hear the smack. I do, too. Like, can you not? Can you not? Well, you're a shark or a jet. (laughs) When you're a jet, no, I can't be a jet. (laughs) Go Bills. Insert who wants to be a millionaire music here. I have it. I have it. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, I haven't ridden Frozen. I, I can't. It, yes, you have. No, I haven't. Oh, no, no, you have. <laughs> Three, two, oh. one. <laughs> I haven't I haven't experienced the frozen traction as it is currently constituted with all of the screens and animatronics. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But wait wait a minute. I thought you were talking about the sing along. No. No, this is your frozen this ever is... after ride. Oh, never action. The ride in oh, Epcot. An... Sorry, I should clarify. This is Animal Kingdom versus Epcot, Everest or the Frozen Ever After attraction. Oh, I thought this was the Sing along. Oh, that that changes things. Oh, okay. Count it down again. Three, two, one. <laughs> 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 <That's>... 
We're like <laughs> we are um that's not <laughs> making closing should be uh, that's the- not making <laughs> the show <laughs> that shade oh wait a minute i missed i missed the joke all right illuminations gets the win for the adults so now for our senior division we went with from animal kingdom the nemo show and from ebcot spaceship earth Spaceship Earth, and not even close. Say the attractions again. I totally, <laughs> I totally like space. Wow. I totally spaced out for like ten seconds. It was the strength <laughs> of my reply that just blew any other notion of attraction out of her head. <laughs> I totally spaced out for like ten seconds. Start, yeah. Start the segment over. Start this. <laughs> Part over three, me, two, one. Th- <laughs> uh, you can't do three, two, one, then laugh through it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna that doesn't start, help him edit. I'm gonna start my whole spaceship or talk over and leave the Spanish part out because it might be offensive. It won't be offensive. Three, two, Besides, one. It's make, three, two, it's gonna one. make the outtakes now. Three, two, one. Dean, I said Uno, three, two, one. Tres, cuatro. Three, two, one. Up, up, jump. Let's go. <laughs> it's like me doing voices. We can get Amy to sing any of the Disney Channel. <laughs> oh, three, two, one. Okay. All right, Polly. How about you? Three, two, one. Um. <laughs> three, well, two, one. I was trying to give you a lead in so you didn't have to splice. No, but now I don't. You're now I have to splice. Three, two, one. <laughs> Jingle bell, jingle bam!